Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. Uh, thanks, Alan. Um, uh, thank you for the opportunity to talk to the people of Wexford and uh, their mother to us the most as well. So following from the fire incident on the 1st of March, uh, as you know, the hospital is down over 100 beds with five wards closed to admissions. And as a result of that, the emergency department remained closed. Uh, however, on a positive note, our maternity outpatient department, endoscopy, oncology, and also medical daycare facilities are fully operational. Uh, we've relocated services to Eli Hospital with extended working day arrangements. Uh, we and all our evacuated patients have now been repatriated to Wexford General Hospital. Uh, we've also taken back uh, over 70 patients, new presentations to University Hospital Waterford. These are patients originally from Wexford who would have presented to University Hospital Emergency Department. And on a more positive note, we have now reopened our acute medical assessment unit on the 15th of March, followed by a minor injury unit on the 16th of March. And these two services are operational 12 hours over seven days a week. Um, so, the big question that people are asking, Dr. Youssef, is when will our A&E be open? And can anything be done in the interim to even bring in modular beds, uh, beds so it can be reverted to full operation? So first of all, have you any idea when A&E will be open? Because all the government ministers I've spoken to have said as soon as possible. But can you shed some more light on that for us, please? So the um, damaged areas or a significant part of them have been taken over by the, by the builders. They're already on site. They have secured uh, a significant part of the building and they've created safe corridors for patients and staff to operate from the, the safer area of the hospital. So building have recommenced. As you're aware, this is a very fluid situation and it is very difficult to give a, a, a kind of a solid timeline, but we're talking uh, a number of months before we're fully back operational again. Right. It is hoped that opening the acute medical assessment unit and a minor injuries unit will take uh, back about uh, 50 to 60 percent of our uh, presentations which will relieve the pressure on the system and our uh, uh, nearby sister hospitals. All right. So, uh, again, just to simplify that for people to try and understand exactly where we are with this, are we talking two to three months before we're fully operational with our A&E service, but in the interim period, we could be 60 to 80% operational? And then it begs the question, what will we be operational for? So when can you present to A&E in Wexford within that 60 to 80%? So it, it will probably be uh, four to six months before we're fully operational in ED. Uh, and this is just a guesstimate because, as I said, the situation is fluid and things change uh, by the day. For example, uh, we, there was uh, six electric uh, boards that have been damaged and the leading time to, to rebuild those is about six weeks. And this controls the electricity in most of the hospitals. So that's, that's just a small uh, minor example. We have a 25-meter damage on the roof, and as a result of that, the whole roof on that section of the building needs to be replaced and restored fully. So just that, that gives an idea as to ma the magnitude of the problem. So we're talking a number of months before kind of patients can walk into our ED uh, department as before. However, 
we're fully committed into reopening the emergency department fully as it was and, and hopefully better than it had been in the past. Uh, it's a matter of capacity. We need to ensure that the environment is safe for our patients to present right. and that we have patients to admit them to. So I, I, can I get from you there, it's not just a case of bringing in extra beds, extra capacity, even bringing in modular beds. It's because of the damage you just referred to there. That in itself is going to take time to repair. So it's not just a simple thing of bringing in extra beds. All this damage you refer to has to be repaired first. Absolutely, yes. And uh, looking at uh, modular builds, we've been given lead time to install modular builds, which is closer to... Uh, kind of finishing the actual work on the damaged areas. So uh, there will be modular built coming in for uh, in-house staff accommodation, which are currently occupying some of our inpatient capacity, and that will free up a number of beds as well. All right, so then when should you present to A&E, even in the limited form, or do you go to your GP first? Do you still want people to stay away from A&E? What is the advice you're giving until you get back to full capacity? So as it stands, the emergency department is closed and will remain closed for the next uh, number of months. Uh, There is an acute minor injuries unit operational fully. Uh, Ideally, Patients should phone to make an appointment before presenting. The phone number to call is 053-91-53313. Patients with suspected broken bones to the lower limbs, knees and toes, suspected broken bones to the upper limbs, strains, uh, sprains, minor scalds, wound bites, splinter and fish hooks and foreign bodies and, and as such. Uh, would be suitable to the minor injuries unit. Also, the acute medical assessment unit is operational 12 hours every day, seven days a week, and the unit treats uh, acute medical emergencies, including abnormal bloods, anemias, heart failures, chest pain, clots in the leg, diabetic emergencies, headaches, tonsillitis, kidney infections, Palpitation. So a wide range of disorders can be treated uh, on a 12-hour, seven days a week. Patients need a referral letter by GP and a phone call prior to presentation by GPs. And we've already commenced, as I said, on Wednesday, and the units have already started to gather steam and, and started to be busy. As we stand, the hospital is busy with right. over uh, 100 beds occupied inpatient. How are you staffing-wise? Have you had to second staff to elsewhere? Have you had to lay off staff? What's the position with the staff within the hospital? So we've redeployed a number of staff to University Hospital Waterford, including ED staff, medical and pediatric staff, and nursing staff. And uh, as you uh, understand, this would create a significant difficulty in terms of rostering across two sites, but we're coping uh, as much as we can at present. Uh, don't forget, we have also a cohort of inpatients, over 100 patients that need to be looked after in-house here, uh, together with our minor injuries unit and now the acute medical assessment unit. So we need to have staff here as well. Okay. And have there been staff laid off, Dr. Youssef? Not at all. No, everyone is on deck, on board and fully functioning. What about operations and procedures? Are they going to return or because of the damage? Are they too put on hold for the moment? So we've already a significant number of uh, 
procedures, including endoscopy, being and minor minor operations being conducted in Eli Hospital. Uh, we're working to outsource uh, to private operators, uh, and these services will be provided by our own surgical uh, staff here. And we're in a very advanced stage of negotiating uh, with our nearest uh, private operators to try and secure deals to, to deal with the backlog. Mm -hmm. I'm also uh, just in, an important point to mention since the fire was uh, only rescheduled six of our endoscopy uh, uh, surgeries, which is kind of phenomenal considering the amount of damage that's been done to the hospital. So will, will it be four to six months before our, our operating theatres in Wexford General Hospital will, will also be fully functional? Uh, probably slightly less than that, I would think, maybe in the order of three to four months or so. Yeah. But uh, all patients currently on our waiting list will be facilitated and also all time-sensitive and cancer cases will be facilitated locally as well. And I know ICU is vital to any hospital. Was ICU damaged in Wexford? And if so, is that back functioning again or what's the position with it? So ICU was damaged on the initial fire significantly because the oxygen supply and the electric cables were damaged going to that area. Uh, fortunately, we managed to restore all services to ICU and coronary care unit, and they're now fully operational. So we have uh, nine critical care beds between ICU and CCU now back in stock. Well, that's good to hear because that's vital in any hospital, isn't it? Uh, particularly Indeed. when there's procedures that you, you have your IC, ICU functioning. Uh, we've just heard from Bishop Ger Nash on our news this morning, paying tribute to the volunteerism within the community. Uh, and I know I haven't had a chance to speak to you because you've been just so busy. But this morning, I'm sure there are people you would like to acknowledge. And I, I want to give you the opportunity to do so. Thank you very much. I would like to acknowledge all the population of County Wexford, the support has been tremendous and uh, we couldn't have hoped for more. Uh, I would like to acknowledge our staff uh, uh, who have shown significant uh, solidarity and resilience and fortitude to uh, oversee this. The morale is upbeat and we're quite uh, delighted to be working with uh, everyone here in Wexford Hospital. Our volunteers, the National Ambulance Services, Fire Services, our guardie, and also our media. We're, we're very happy with your support and we're delighted with your uh, services. Thank you very much indeed. You know you have the support of this county. You know when the pressure came on before in 2011, 2012, that the people of Wexford got behind you. We Absolutely. now are, are 100. I, I'm sure I speak for anyone uh, from County Wexford that we are totally committed to supporting you. And just on the 97 beds that is much talked about by all political parties and by everybody, really. How important is that, uh, Dr. Youssef? And are you convinced that this will be gotten across the line? Absolutely. I mean, the 97 bed is a crucial development to the hospital because this will provide uh, single isolation facilities. Uh, so there will be 97 single bedded rooms as opposed to our current structure, which will provide additional capacity to the hospital and ensure the security of this hospital going into the future. I have no doubt that this will uh, continue and will be delivered upon. The design team have already been appointed and they're working on site. The HSE estate people have been on site since the time of the fire and we're working very closely with them 
to damage uh, to, to to repair the uh, damaged area, but also to progress all of our projects, including the 97 beds, the MRI scanner development within Eli Hospital, uh, the operation theater, and also a lot of new other projects as well. So, yeah. Southeast Radio's morning mix, chat, news, and your views.